0: You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Well, I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products which help support optimal immune function, including Quercetin, NAC, Viracon, and AllerC. Chrysitin supports healthy sinus and respiratory function. NAC delivers antioxidant support. Viracon is a unique herbal formula for comprehensive immune system support. And LRC provides respiratory histamine and sinus support. I'm so impressed with these products that I took them with me on my recent trip to Iceland. For more information... And to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients products are formulated by healthcare professionals utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. I'm with Layla Mutin, who's our resident nutritionist. Questions can come to questions at drhoffman.net. Is our mailbox a little uh, a little
1: short uh, this time of year? People are preoccupied? Yeah, it could be. It could be because we're upon holiday time, but we always welcome your questions. That's questions at drhoffman.net.
0: You know, there's a lot of downtime around uh, the holidays. Yeah. You know, people have time off. And sometimes uh, people can dig down and, you know, think of something they want us to address on the program. So mm-hmm. please send questions to questions at drhoffman.net over the long weekend,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we'll be happy to answer them next week.
1: Okay. So we've got an email here from Nurith. Dr. Hoffman, by the way, I've been listening to you for over 30 years. First on WOR that radio. Be. That could be. Yeah, no, because and lit- now on your podcast.
0: Literally, I've been doing uh, the radio program since 1988. Wow. So we're talking 35 years. Wow. Right? Uh, and so it could be 30 years. Could be 30 yeah, years. it could easily wow. be 30 years.
1: Okay. So at the slightest bump, this results in bruises on my skin. I've been taking 1,000 milligrams of curcumin for several years. In addition, I also take 1,200 milligrams of chiolic cardiovascular I take 1,600 milligrams twice daily of omega-3s and 120 of CoQ10. Could these supplements be causing my bruising? Well, she kind of nailed it. Those are three out of
0: four of those have the potential to cause some blood thinning. Yeah. But not major blood thinning. No. Does this person indicate their age? Well, obviously, they've been listening to me over the last years. For over
1: 30 years, but no. Okay. mm
0: -mm. So, you know, just being older makes your skin thinner and more fragile. Yes. not taking aspirin mm-hmm. because aspirin will cause more bruising. Right, yeah. and um, so uh, the
1: only other medication is Synthroid. Oh, this person is eighty on their next oh, birthday. There you go. So they will have thinner skin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're gonna have thinner skin. So, so that's something.
0: What could they do? Um
1: Kyolic, omega threes, and curcumin. I think they and can co-cutan.
0: sequentially first eliminate them all. Yeah, for a while. and for then a while, yeah, and. You could survive without them for a month and see what happens. And if it's then better and you're happy, then add them back one by one. Yeah. Like two weeks at a time Mm -hmm. and see if it changes. Every two weeks to see. And then you might discover that one or another is the cause of the problem. Right. Uh, Or pushing over the edge into
1: maybe too much blood thinning, possibly. But
0: it's a small price to pay because these all really have benefits. They do. So it may they be, do. you know like for example there's there's millions of Americans who take like really serious blood thinners like uh uh pradaxa uh, eliquis right and with the coumadin, old-fashioned warfarin coumadin rat poison and they all you know you can someone see them their hands are are all bruised up you know from
1: minor you think touches. they'll you think they'll spread new york city with warfarin coumadin to kill all the rats we're having a rat problem in new york city where they're even advising us to take out our trash Later in the evening, instead of having it sit out there all day as a, as a, you know, uh, an attractive nuisance for rats going by, all the only really
0: problem is that a, an errant uh, dog, you know, might yes. find something and start. There's actually a dog. I think there's been a. There was a case where there was a case a already died. where a dog died. Yeah, it was an in Inwood, you know, oh, in yeah, 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 yeah. Not so yeah. good.
1: I wonder what they're using in that rat poison, if any of that is. Well, any warfarin.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how it, it makes rats bleed to death. Now, that doesn't mean ah. that it shouldn't ever be used in humans because it's it's carefully controlled. True. Uh, but we now have other medications that have uh, less need for monitoring. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because you have to yeah. get your pro-time checked all the time. Right. When you are in-
1: so, Neurath, stop taking everything, like, like Dr. Hoffman said, for a month and reintroduce one. One every two weeks or so, yeah, to see if uh, to see if that's right a cause, yeah. Yeah, if you think yeah. something's
0: bothering you, mm-hmm. you can stop it. Absolutely. Um, you know, people used to survive. You know in the in the nineteenth century before vitamins, <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't be here.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, we've got a question from Roger. I'm not so lucky, Doctor Hoffman. I recently injured my hip. Mm. and I'm giving it six weeks to get better Mm -hmm. you know to see if I need surgery or Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. any recommendations and by the way would you happen to know anyone in northern Illinois (laughs) (laughs) so was
0: this something about a labrum
1: yeah a labrum tear a labral tear in the hip
0: okay so this is probably diagnosed via MRI yeah and what the labrum is it's basically a cushion uh, where the hip uh, is a socket is a ball and socket mm-hmm. joint, and the labrum is like a rubbery tissue that lines the socket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it can get frayed and torn. Mm. And it's an athletic injury commonly or, an, or, or a wear and tear injury in, that is associated with old age yeah. and arthritis. And actually it was an injury that um, uh, A-Rod had. Mm. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, baseball player for the, uh, the Texas Rangers and the Yankees, yeah, now a commentator. Um, and he had the surgery and I remember when he had the surgery, it was actually not like a hip replacement. It was just, they, they kind of open it up. Sounds icky, but they, they kind of pry open the ball and socket Mm. and then they clean it out or fix it or sew it back. I'm not sure what they do. Wow. And it was a fix and he was able to uh, play again for a while. Fantastic. So it's, it's, it's not that big a deal. Now, it's really interesting that you, this person's asking me for a labrum tear specialist in Northern Illinois.
1: Northern Illinois. Says, Roger says, if I do need surgery, would, could you recommend someone?
0: Yeah, and in so Northern that's Illinois. really interesting because you really Think I have like an encyclopedic memory? Yes, Doctor like, Hoffman, you know like,
1: everything. That's
0: why you get these questions. I, you know, could you recommend a reproductive endocrinologist in Northern Mississippi? Right. Oh, I just happen to know one. And they're, sure, and they're integrative too. Yeah, they're, in they're Amarillo, Texas. Right. Okay. It's like no, I don't <laughs> know. And but here's the good thing about it um, is it's such a standard procedure. Hmm. It's taught everywhere at centers of excellence. And then these surgeries go, the, these surgeons go hither and thither and yon with standard uh, procedures and equipment to do the same surgery everywhere in the country that they get wow. hired. Wow. And so it it's not like it's, a it's very com- experimental procedure. Yeah. It's a relatively routine procedure. Now, it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, there are certain procedures where like they've never been done. Yeah. And it's like there's one guy at like the Mayo Clinic or at you know Beth Israel Hospital at yeah. Harvard part of Harvard system.
1: I, the, the way you described it, it sounds like they're going in there to do a little cleaning and then sew it back up. Yeah. It's not like it's a total hip replacement. No, exactly. Or even a partial hip replacement. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. If there is a such thing as a partial hip re- replacement, I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, but I think so, that that
0: that's okay. yeah.
1: so, so that's something. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, look, I'm all for uh high tech interventions that enable you to continue an active lifestyle because i think people outlive their joints you know they may be sound when it comes to heart brain and so on but mm-hmm. you know what's the point of like at 60 or or even 70 and just limping and feeling in pain and miserably limited in exercise yeah. which is going to curtail your longevity when you can take a procedure yeah, yeah, you got to take a little bit of leaf of faith and go under anesthesia and you know go to a hospital and all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, it, I'm not so anti-conventional medicine that I, no. I don't think these should be done. Absolutely. Where there's excess surgery, I mean, I'm not a big fan of back surgery unless it's a very last resort mm-hmm. because back surgery that um, could be iffy, can right? Be iffy. Yeah, but then again, there's times where it's got to be done. Yeah, got to do it. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So, who do you know in Pensacola, Florida? <laughs> Four. <laughs> and what about Boise, Idaho? Do you know? <laughs> well, if, okay.
0: If you fly to Anchorage, Alaska, there's uh-huh. this great guy, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he flies in a private plane to like you know these little hospitals in the, in the you know you go. in the Arctic. And, uh,
1: I remember seeing an ad for a dietitian in Alaska who would be going on those puddle those planes. Mm-hmm. to visit to go and do their that their could be your next adventure oh my goodness and i looked at that and i just considered that i said wow what would life be like to do this was many years ago and i looked at it and i said the road not taken you know that that right. would have been wow who
0: knows well, it's like okay you gotta eat more of that caribou meat <laughs> it's like
1: i'm sorry i can't get to you today we've got 17 feet of snow yeah.
0: <laughs> It's like mush, you know. Mush. It's like, exactly. It's like do the rad yeah. to get your patients. Right? Right,
1: right, uh, right, right.
0: You need to stop eating all that blubber. No, yeah. actually eat more blubber. It's like.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Okay. So good point at <laughs> which to pause yes. before we uh, descend into complete mirth uh, and share a vital message with you. So listen up. Here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by ProPax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. N.T. Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown N.T. Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking N.T. Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800 800-982- 982 9158 or go to ntfactor.com that's ntfactor.com thanks for listening thanks for supporting our sponsors as always they are what propels intelligent medicine and makes it a free resource for you and
1: now back to our questions this comes from Bob I have a couple of questions concerning my 93 year old mother she's in relatively good health she's independent We're very very
0: sure gerontology today
1: honestly it's something (laughs) well it shouldn't be yeah yeah i mean everybody's living longer so there are more of these kind of questions so bob says lately she seems to exhibit more anxieties than in the past Mm -hmm. particularly about safety the health of her relatives and friends would there be any problem trying out the plus cbd calm gummies to ease some of that she doesn't take any meds. That's She's a beautiful, not that's a beautiful related suggestion. to mental or emotional that's health. a beautiful
0: suggestion because you know when they take, uh, you know, first of all, as you get older and more frail, and part of it is, is the physical insecurity of being older. Yeah, is it? It becomes daunting. Yeah, to do things. You feel less secure, and you feel less secure. Yeah, and I got to say, you know, when I broke my hip, I experienced that. Sure, I had a very teachable moment about what it would be like. Fast, I was. I was fifty-six. Of what it would be like forty years hence, because I felt unstable. Mm-hmm. I felt out of breath. I would watch all these people careening down the sidewalk, and I would like.
1: Why can't I do that? Ah. I can't even imagine doing that. I would
0: that. go. Ah. Yeah. You know, and and so I, I just like I felt, and then the worst part of it was. I, I was actually walking. I took one of my first tentative steps outside my apartment building. I'd actually gone down the elevator and I walked back and forth in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And then one day I ventured forth on the sidewalk and this old bent up, bent over lady came, uh, by me using a walker and she passed me and she turned her head around and she goes, you're a cripple too. <laughs> and it was like, oh God. She's it's like, oh my God. That was rough. You're a cripple too. I, what in the
1: world would motivate somebody to say this?
0: This is New York. <laughs> this is New York. So, so I got an intimation of what that's like. So there's insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a little bit of changes in the brain. Yeah, where there's a little more fragility of mm. uh, your emotions. Yeah, emotional lability Sure. Uh, you know, add to that maybe pain because yeah. pain always increases anxiety because you're you're yeah. hurting. You're achy. So, yes, uh, the, the, I just interviewed um, uh, Stuart Tompk about this, mm-hmm. one of our podcasts, and uh, I think that's an excellent suggestion. It's mild. Yeah. It's got some theanine in it. Right. The, uh, the plus
1: CBD calm gummies.
0: Yeah. I, mm-hmm. It's definitely worth a shot. Yeah. And it, the problem is when you use powerful pharmaceutical medications in older people, they can really zonk them, yeah, and they can also make them fall.
1: Yes, that's a
0: major cause of falls because that's true. they become disoriented, lightheaded, and yeah. lose their balance. Yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah, and and they can also accelerate dementia. You see. Yes. Uh, I lose about, you know, if I were to take Valium, which I haven't taken, I guess it's maybe I had a, like my wisdom teeth out or something mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Um, you know, I lost like 20 IQ points, mm-hmm. but I could afford it, you know, it's like I still was like, you know You're around 100 anyway. Yeah, it's average. I went from being, you know, smart to average But if you're already like running uh-huh. on fumes in terms mm-hmm. of your Cognitive abilities and it drops you down Then you can get like instant dementia, mm-hmm. you know from that.
1: Yeah, so, so that's really something so CBD won't do that, right? Bob has another question. Oh. Also, when she broke her hip and wrist in a fall oh. about six or seven years since ago. She survived it. Yeah, and had them surgically repaired, I began to give her Ostinol. Uh-huh. I believe this supported her surprisingly short recovery time. Okay. Now, this was six or seven years ago. I've been continuing to give her Ostinol since then. And I was wondering, is it still advisable to do so at this time? Yeah. It, it, and if it matters, she does have arthritis in her knees. Yeah. It's, it,
0: uh, Ostenol is bone morphogeni- morphogenic protein, yeah. BMP. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, actually originally intended for use as something to apply topically to the wound site during yeah. surgery to knit the bones together. But it was found that taking it orally had some benefit. Mm. And so it was repurposed for as an oral supplement. That's, I think, the story behind it, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. And so that could suggest that it accelerated healing. But by the way, you know, she was already in her 80s when she had this. And the survival rate for uh, men who are 80 and above is about 50-50 after a hip fracture. For Mm. women, it's about one-third. It is... I Having had it when I was... Fully in my uh, athletic prime in my 50s, you know, doing, you know, Olympic triathlons at yeah. the time. I'll tell you, it was, I felt like I was circling the drain for a couple wow. of weeks there. Wow. Um, and that, when your heart is compromised, when you are already got some other comorbid morbid conditions, it can just dispatch you. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the beginning of the slippery slope. So she mm-hmm. recovered. That's great she's got some resilience
1: yeah yeah that's really something Bob thank you for your questions best of luck to your mother sounds wonderful yep sounds wonderful good health to your mother and to you as well we have a question from rich dear dr. Hoffman I'm six years old I'm five six I've maintained my weight for the past 18 years I do vigorous exercise and I practice time-restricted feeding on a regimen of two meals a day. My weakness is I have a bit of a sweet tooth. I wanna know if I am exercising off the sweet stuff Mm -hmm. that I'm eating. My annual blood tests don't include a hemoglobin A1C. Should I ask the doctor to order the test on my next physical? Hell yeah. He's 60, why? Hey, Rich, why hasn't your doctor done this already? What's going on?
0: Well, here's the, the other thing I'll say. Is, you know, we invade constantly about sugar, 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 sugar. sugar. Yeah. And let's face it. Uh, we're going to eat some sugar.
1: Yeah. Unless you're
0: really hardcore, we're going to eat some sugar. Now, sure. Now, people who have yeah. diabetes, I urge them to not have any sugar ever. Yeah. That means they'll have some sugar occasionally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: You know, it, it's, we can't get nuts about this.
1: Right, right. You know, it's, yeah. So we we have to we have to live in this world now. Rich, it, it depends. Are you exercising off the sweet stuff? It's interesting that he asks about the A one C because the A one C will tell us. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And so the the other thing is though, um, you know, exercise does mitigate the effects of some carbohydrate consumption. Yeah. So if you're just a you know sedentary blob, uh, you should eat a hell of a lot less carbs because you yeah. don't need them for energy. But if you're doing a lot of exercise, one of the reasons I like to exercise, gives me a little more latitude in terms of my diet.
1: You could eat more of the stuff. Yeah. at Thanksgiving, This Thanksgiving that I'm
0: going to, there's going to be like eight different desserts. Oh, lovely. Because it's like... You need to
1: take bites of
0: each of them. Because it's a little bit of a potluck. You know, everybody's bringing their their creation. And I'm going to try them all. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go into a sugar coma. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to watch a football game. And that's that. And that's that. That's (laughs) it. It oh is
1: my what goodness. It is. Yeah. Rich also sent us a uh, an article. Uh, this was a study out of Tel Aviv University. Aerobic activity can reduce risk of metastatic cancer by 72%. Okay. And it has to do with that the body is using the glucose for right. the exercise Rather than feeding the tumor. I mean, that's the bottom line mm-hmm. of this article that he sent. Right. And how exercise is like, I've said it before, exercise is a prescription. It's almost like taking metformin. Totally. Like that. So it's, it's one better than metformin. It's pro- it is it's absolutely it's, better than it, metformin. So none wh- of the side effects. So what I would say metformin. to that is
0: that's great. I think that mechanistically, yeah. what you said is absolutely correct, is that excess sugar gets sopped up mm-hmm. by exercise. But there are probably a multiplicity of mechanisms. Maybe dozens of mechanisms by which exercise uh, helps to retard the progression of cancer. Yeah. And some of those mechanisms are immunological mechanisms mm-hmm. that it may do something to boost the body's vigilance or surveillance against cancer. Yeah. It may promote autophagy, yes. which is the uh, death of <clears throat> cells that, you know... Are... The
1: cellular debris, the right. house cleaning, the repair, the repair of DNA... Autophagy, yeah, autophagy, tomato, tomato. So, I mean,
0: studies show, I mean, yeah, and I I usually key this off every year. It's October, you know, it's uh breast cancer awareness month. And you know, can you run away from breast cancer? And the answer is yes, you can even walk away from breast cancer statistically. Yeah, no, it's not 100 percent, but you can double digits reduce your chance of recurrence after you've had. Breast cancer and effective treatment. Yeah, because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. What can I do? Okay, um, you know, take Femera, take you know, whatever. Take uh, yeah these medications, uh, but exercise.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Rich, thank you for that very thoughtful question. And yes, ask your doctor for a hemoglobin A1C test. That will tell you a whole lot of information about your blood sugar and how well you're doing with the exercise and if you're able to exercise off the excess carbs that you're having.
0: You know, it just occurs to me, a postscript Mm. to this thing that I mentioned earlier about Mm -hmm. cardiovascular risk is, of course, it's not all about cholesterol. No. And, you know, we tend to put a lot of faith on LDL cholesterol and even HDL cholesterol. A study came out recently, just saw it today, that says that, and what we've known, is that HDL that's high isn't necessarily protective against heart disease.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: But conversely, HDL that's low... Mm -hmm has different meanings depending on your race. Ah. HDL that's low in white males, Caucasian males, is a risk factor. HDL that's low in African Americans, on average, is not a risk factor.
1: Oh, that is so interesting.
0: Now, that does not mean that if you're an, an African American male uh, and you have a low HDL, don't worry about it. You're not at risk. It's, mm-hmm. on average... And you, no individual is an average person. True. So it's an average, as they say in the commercials with the disclaimer: results may vary. Yeah. And you, so you have, but we can't completely place our faith in HDL. Oh, I've got a high HDL; I'll be fine. Or oh my God, I got a low HDL; I'm, in, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in trouble. So the other thing to look at, and these are two really important tests that I'd like to see done more:
1: mm.
0: apolipoprotein B. Mm. Uh, which actually predicts risk better than total LDL.
1: Yes. And also
0: Lp little A, Lp mm-hmm. small A. Mm-hmm. And patients who have Lp small A uh, even if they have pretty normal cholesterol have much accelerated atherosclerosis.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's been it's been claimed in in research to be a bigger risk factor than the LDL number right altogether. Yeah. And
0: there are no drugs that lower Lp little A and in fact Statins raise LP little a sometimes a little bit, mm-hmm. but the PCSK9 inhibitors can lower LP little yeah. a. They're coming up with new drugs mm-hmm. that will target LP little a.
1: That's great because LP little a nutritionally is a tough one.
0: Yeah, there's not really like a Maybe
1: diet. Maybe carnitine, maybe vitamin C, maybe stearic acid, which is a saturated fat, but it's not a silver bullet. Right,
0: right. So it'd be nice if yeah. there was a medication to help those people, because those people already have accelerated risk for atherosclerosis. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that but, is But, you know, the
0: variables like, are you normal weight? Are you exercising? Are you taking right supplements? Are you uh, not inflamed?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you have a good homocysteine? That's another risk mm-hmm. factor. You know. okay. There's a lot of things.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you have one more question. Let's see here. We've got one from Michael. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I find the sleep gummies that you advertise helpful. However, can one become dependent upon them since when I don't take one, I don't sleep as well as when I do?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a... Whenever you take something that helps you, there's a bit of a psychological dependence. True. Um, that's true. So...
1: Oh, I didn't do this, so that's going to happen or yeah, not so, happen. I mean,
0: occasionally, like, you know, I I I travel between different residences and... Uh, you know, I try to have a stash of everything in each residence, but sometimes mm-hmm. I make a mistake. And then I go, Oh my goodness, I don't have any CBD to sleep. And then I sleep anyway.
1: Yeah, you sleep yes. anyway. And, you know, um. Unless you ate too much chocolate or something.
0: Yeah, I try I to avoid, I try to avoid chocolate after noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to load my chocolate earlier in the mm. day.
1: I've had a couple of uh, the Flava Naturals because I got some nice, uh, Some nice uh, swag. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Writing the article about it. I've had some of that dark chocolate. Now, I'm not a chocolate person. Right. But I tried it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some after dinner. Didn't do anything to my sleep. Yeah. Not a bit. Well, it's a little activating, I have to
0: say. No. I I had... uh, Yeah. I have a... We have a four-year-old in our family. And uh, so I gave some samples to the mom yeah. And I said she might enjoy it. And there's there's actually, uh, there's one that is a mocha chocolate. Okay. But it's a drink. It's like yeah. a chocolate milk. It's not made with milk. It's made with uh, oat milk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And But I was really careful to give the one that was not mocha. Because yeah. mocha has caffeine. I just gave the one that was the chocolate, regular yeah. chocolate. And it's yeah. delicious, and kid, kids really like it. So uh, she mm-hmm. cracked it open, gave it to the four-year-old at dinner time. And then she texted me and she said, I gotta talk to you. What is in that chocolate? <laughs> because uh, her little girl was like, she's like zooming around the apartment no. and she just was impossible to put down to go to bed. Yeah. And I said, oh, Well, it is good for I exercise. Said, I, said, I said, Oh my goodness, did I make a mistake? And I said, Show me, take a picture of the thing. And it, it wasn't the one that has caffeine in it. Uh huh. But there's something about chocolate that is a little energizing. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you know, it's like, don't, don't, don't call poison control yet, you know, <laughs> it'll be fine, you know. She's just, she'll, settle she'll down, get to sleep don't eventually. give it to her at dinner, yeah, you know, because kids are more sensitive,
1: right, 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 but right. But it's right.
0: like really high test cocoa, but it was, it is, it, it was is kind of funny, t- yeah. But yeah. she had a, like a little moment, you know, panic there, like, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to? What your did
1: brain you do, there, yeah. Oh my gosh! So yeah. Well, you know, Michael, when you don't take it, and yeah, it could, can be psychological, absolutely. But you know, there there isn't a a, a physiological dependency. There is there is with marijuana. There's
0: with marijuana, like a yeah. marijuana withdrawal kind yeah. of thing, like a, yeah. a, a high,
1: is that what's in the sleepummies?
0: No, there's no, no marijuana. There there's, yeah. there, I mean, there's no THC. Right, THC. Right. there THC withdrawal can cause a hyperemesis thing like a, a cyclic vomit yeah pot. yeah and uh, that's because of the really strong pot that they have now available that's much stronger than what was circulating around the campuses when I was in college yeah it's really uh, cultivated to have a very high THC content um, and it's not balanced with CBD unless mm-hmm. you've got you can go to marijuana dispensaries and get different shades and variations of that mm-hmm. pot. but the stuff that street pot is basically designed to just knock your socks off yeah um, and maybe laced with other chemicals sometimes. You God know.
1: forbid, like fentanyl or something. Oh. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So, um, that's a whole other topic.
1: Yeah. Well, in our
0: discussion, Stuart Tomk and I agreed that marijuana is not a great idea. No. Smoking it's going to damage your lungs. Yeah. Taking edibles is going to damage your brain.
1: Yeah.
0: But use CBD because CBD has yes. been shown to have mostly beneficial effects on yeah. the brain.
1: Yeah. All right. So,
0: with that, let's wrap up. <coughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, so A reminder, questions at drhoffman.net is the place to go to send your questions, topics of interest.
0: Holiday sale, Black Friday, Cyber
1: Monday uh, at
0: drhoffmanstore.com starting on uh, Black Friday, the 25th through mm-hmm. the 29th. Yeah. So get 10% off and free shipping at drhoffmanstore.com. Right. In time for the holidays. It's all good news. Stock up. Okay. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Thanks for joining us.
1: This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.